Dating Skills Review. The central source for dating advice for men presents Dating Groove Insider. Hey there, this is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review, and today I'm in London with Jeremy Sol from Love Systems. Hi, Angel. Well, it's great to see you here. Uh, Jeremy has just recently written and published an ebook about uh, daytime dating, so meeting women during the day. So we're going to talk about this. It's his speciality, um, what he does at Love Systems. Uh, so you know, we're really looking forward to talking a lot about um, how you meet women during the day. Cool. Yeah. So you know, first of all, I just wanted to like, so how did you become you know specialized <coughs> in? meeting women during the day you know a lot of guys talk about meeting them at night mm-hmm. and so what is it that you know how did you get into this you know why is it a bit different for you and how did that all go sure so I, I started um, this whole pick up dating thing about five years ago and you know when I first started uh, mystery was very big and um, he came out with mystery method this ebook at the time and he laid out this whole um, uh, this whole sort of set of rules for going into nightclubs and meeting women there and that was all well and good, and I started doing that. But there was also this new thing at that time called day game, where people would start to hit the streets and try to apply a similar methodology to meeting women in the daytime. So I, I gave it a try, and I just really enjoyed it. I, I found it very exhilarating. I, I think it was literally the thrill that it gave me, because I mean, it's, it's a shit scary thing to do to go up to a woman in the middle of the street and you know try and hit her because you don't have alcohol. Typically, you're not doing it like with a buddy. I mean, you might have a buddy lurking in the background yeah. somewhere, but you're kind of on your own. It's not socially expected. Yeah. So you feel like you know a bit of an idiot going up mm-hmm. to this woman and, and putting yourself out there. Um, but as scary as it is, it also gives you a bit of a buzz. So I, I started doing it more, and you know what was interesting at the time, there weren't really that many guys who had done it a lot, and there wasn't like a whole sort of day game system out there and you know the guys that were big at the time like mystery and style mm. they were recommending yeah you can go in with the same kind of openness that you do in a nightclub and mm. <clears throat> you just have to do it as they were and all these kind of things and and I tried this and I was like nah that stuff's not working I was like right. this is ridiculous <laughs> the, you know the success rate this is so low so then eventually I, I heard about this other method where you go up and you give the woman a compliment instead of coming up with a ruse to her. So I tried that mm. and I found that worked really well. Um, and over the next couple of years I started experimenting with lots of different ways of doing that, um, you know, different conversational styles. And I just kind of hammered out like all the kinks I had in you know, my personal system for doing that. Okay, so you know, give us a bit of an idea. Like, What percentage of women have you met during the day versus mm-hmm. in the evening in bars, which you know, guys normally talk about. Yeah, it's, it's been a whole mix. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're talking about just like women I've met mm-hmm. um, or even women I've slept with, yeah. it's probably like 50% from the daytime, mm-hmm. 30% from the nightclub, mm-hmm. and 20% through friends or right, 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 of course. But if you're talking about women that I've really fallen in love with, women mm-hmm. that, you know, have been the hottest girls, the highest quality relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably more like ninety percent daytime. All right, all right. So I'm guessing this is you know why why you become more of a specialist in this area and taking more of an interest in it. It's a big part of it, um, yeah, because of the results, you know, the quality. But I think also a lot of it is a sort of personal style preference. Mm. Um, I don't really like talking over loud music. Mm. Um, I don't really like sort of just 
having this um, like banter and this you know kind of witty tease each other style of like conversation for which is pretty hour. common in bars yeah because yeah, everyone's, everyone's you know party mode and yeah. so they're in a different kind of state so it's not really the same as meeting someone exactly. in their daily life exactly I mean you know this is the thing you talk to a hot girl in a nightclub and she's so like distracted there's mm. you know, guys hitting on her left right centre and it's quite hard to get to her real personality right and you know to get a real side of it I mean that said there are ways around that and you know some of what I do in a nightclub is go to like quieter parts or try and pick out the girls that you know look like they can have a conversation and I go to a lot of lounge bars and stuff like that and mm. you know I prefer that um, but no in the daytime I find you get to the point really quickly and you see like a genuine side of that person Great. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, a lot of guys are thinking, wow, like, you know, meeting girls during the day, uh, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? You know, where are you meeting them? You know, are you walking up to them into the street or, you know, where, where are these girls and, and how do you meet them? Is I, it for your daily life or how, how does it work? I mean, it's, it's kind of anywhere and everywhere, really. Um, you know, how I think about day game is, you know, before it gets dark, really. Okay. Um, and sometimes... <laughs> Um, you know, sometimes it can be on your way to work in the morning, um, it can be in your lunch break in a coffee shop, it can be on the train on the way back home. That said, the sort of majority of the women mm. I've met have been on the street, mm. and often it's been when I was out looking to meet women, so mm. I actually went out and hit the streets for a couple of hours, yeah. and I said, you know, I want to meet some girls today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how you practice and, and get good at it as well, yeah. like when you, mm-hmm. you know, spend time like, dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I, I just really want to want guys to kind of like get this into their heads. So, <coughs> you know, give us give us an example of last time, you know, last time you met a woman in, mm-hmm. in day game, where were you, what were you doing, and, you know, how did it work out? Well, I mean, my position is a little unique because I teach this for a living. Right, um, of course. I, I didn't spend as much time going out to do it for fun anymore because... It's become a job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I find I actually meet a lot of women while I'm training guys. So, yeah, yeah, um, understandable. Yeah, so the last woman I was with, um, you know, she's pretty cool. Like, we're good friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was when I was with a client. And, I mean, this girl was, like, she was, she was, she was gorgeous. Um, so, so one of the things, like, I mean, as I'm sure you know as well, the longer you do this, the rarer it is that you find a girl that really takes your breath away and inspires you to go approach her. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a lot, you know, like I said, I, I don't really do it as often these days because to find a girl I like is, you know, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, but so I was walking down the street with this client and this, like, skinny, young, blonde girl, like, mm-hmm. quite casually dressed. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a street in London. Yeah, this is this is Oxford Street. Right. Okay, so um, a very, you know, busy normal street, just the same as any other big city. It was, it was busy, I mean, it was, yeah. yeah, it was Oxford Circus, so it's like the busiest junction. Yeah. One of the busiest in central London. And um, I caught her eye a little bit as she walked past, and she kind of looked back, and mm-hmm. there's a look that you can give to a woman that says... You know, I'm, I'm checking you out without yep. being sleazy. It's yep. kind of like it's more just almost double taking them and holding eye contact a little bit longer than is comfortable, mm-hmm. but not kind of staring them up and down. Yeah, it's up and down look. Right, creepy. right. Yeah, I totally agree. That yeah. is very creepy and, and not not to be done. Well, the other thing I find it it has to be spontaneous as well. Because mm. sometimes I see a woman coming from a long way away. Yeah, and if I stare her down, mm. she gets really uncomfortable and looks away. Right. Whereas if I pretend to be looking somewhere else and then I kind of glance in her direction as if I. Mm. Just saw her and you notice her, yeah. And, yeah. Then often she'll look back, right? Right, 
And so, I mean, that kind of establishes a first little connection, although you haven't spoken or even done anything. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, there's other stuff that goes into that as well, like your body language and, you know, the clothes you wear. I mean, body language, you know, as everyone knows, is like, it's a huge part of attraction. So mm-hmm. a lot of what we teach on workshops is getting guys to stand up straighter, right. you know, walk more slowly, mm-hmm. um, move their hands more confidently when they speak, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so you met this uh, beautiful blonde mm. girl. And so... How, so you, you made eye contact, and then then what happened? Then I let her walk past me, right? And um, uh, a couple of seconds later, I, I doubled back mm-hmm. and I ran up just alongside her, mm-hmm. and I touched her really l- lightly on the arm mm-hmm. to get her attention. And I said, "Excuse me, um, I I just saw you walking past. I'm delivering it to you now as if I'm saying right, right. That's so, good. Uh, excuse me, I." Uh, I just saw you walking past, uh-huh. and I have to come and tell you that you you look incredible. Just mm-hmm. the way you were walking, I, I just thought you looked so attractive. Mm-hmm. And what is her reaction to this? She she gave a fairly kind of flat emotional reaction, right? But is that common, or uh, not necessarily? I mean, she's. She's used to a lot of attention, right. and she worked. Well, she was working as a stripper, mm-hmm. and she's also very like kind of standoffish. Like, right, right. Yeah. Um, but the important thing was she was standing there and engaging in the conversation, which I, I then started. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was leading the conversation. I asked a couple of questions, and then I, I started talking about some of the topics that I knew about. So, like, uh, you know, one of the first things I picked up on was that she wasn't from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard an Australian accent, so then I was like, all right, so you're traveling here, you're working here. And I was just trying to figure out which is the most productive route of conversation here. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if somebody's... Um, so it's pretty straightforward. So far, you know, you, you've made a compliment. Well, yeah. first of all, I, I'd like to go a little bit back because mm-hmm. you said you saw her mm-hmm. and then um, she walked past you. Mm-hmm. And then you actually turned around and, and kind mm-hmm. of basically followed her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that's something that would freak most guys out. Mm-hmm. Like straight away, it's like, you, you followed her, isn't mm-hmm. that like stalker behavior? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so could you just explain that? You know, why well, is that okay? And well, I mean, basically you have to um, make contact somehow, right? So, yep. I mean, there's two points here. Like, Whatever you do, you're mm-hmm. always taking risk. Like no matter how you approach a woman, you yep. can try and do it in like a really safe way or whatever, but mm-hmm. you're still always taking chance that she'll mm-hmm. reject you or not be interested. Yep. So you have to go through that, and I prefer to wait until they've gone past and then catch up to them and mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. because it seems more spontaneous. Right. If they're walking towards you and you see them and you just kind of grab them and stop them, it's almost as if you're walking around the street on the lookout for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is quite socially, which, can, which sounds a bit unnatural. Like, exactly. Yeah. If you, you know, if you tell it, like if God says, "What are you doing today?" It's like, "Well, mm-hmm. you know, looking to meet women on the street like this." Mm-hmm. It's a little bit weird. So in a way, it's it's more natural, like to see someone, make a bit of eye contact, and then they walk past, and you're like, "Hey, actually, that yeah. was interesting. I'm going to go and exactly, you know, talk to that one." And, and in, in a way, that's a natural process. Yeah. Right? And it's got a bit of a romantic vibe to it as well. Yep. Like, there's a whole kind of. Mm shit like I, I I can't just let you walk past without giving mm-hmm. this a try applied to it yeah yeah. yeah. and has uh, I mean this is an interesting thing like um, I, I've done I've just met a lot of women during the day mm-hmm. so you know that's why I'm enjoying this conversation mm-hmm. a lot as well because you know Jeremy's got a lot of experience um, have you ever had a woman <coughs> now I'm just trying to like see the fears guy, guys might have mm-hmm. or what happens if she did this so you know if you double back and you, like, you know talk to her mm-hmm. has she ever like kind of challenged you on that and like said 
did you just follow me or did, did I just see you and you just have you ever had some kind of challenge like I, that which I didn't once have a woman uh, I mean this wasn't like I, I opened her and as soon as I opened her she screamed mm-hmm. and she started saying you can't just touch the people <laughs> and touch them on the arm like that I could call the police wow so she was literally that is screaming like her yeah. ass off yeah. and it did freak me out I yeah that's, I can imagine that's the most extreme response I've mm. ever had to mm-hmm. uh, to a day game approach um, and it sort of threw me off for a couple of minutes and then I mean this is the thing is, as you know from you know all your experience with women being successful if you're gonna have like the awesome experiences and the really good ones you're gonna have a ton of really bad ones yeah of course well. and you're gonna be able to weather that yeah, yeah. and you know like uh, a lot of guys get put off by uh, by experiences like that but, but look I mean you know what's funny actually mm-hmm. is that that was, that was in New York and I got thrown off for a few minutes after that and I started you think when stuff like that happens you question yourself you go through all these you go through all these sort of self doubts like I, I you know immediately after she was screaming and saying I was like does she have a point should I you know right. stop you know it's, 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 like it's normal to you know question yourself when someone's shouting yeah. at you and you yeah, know, yeah, acting yeah. a bit crazy like that you're like oh what am I doing you know? but then you kind of have to assess your experience and your other results and I looked back and I was like really I was like, you know what? I've like fallen in love with women doing this, and yeah. like, amazing. Experience. And they've fallen in love with you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I was just like, wait, you know what? I'm going to keep doing it because mm-hmm. I know it's right. So I mean, in that situation, how did that end? Um, well, I mean, she was backing away. Like, right, 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 right. So you kind of just left her to it. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably a, you know, yeah. I think that's a pretty good response given yeah. the conditions. Yeah. Well, you know, I just like to give you like um, a similar one where mm-hmm. um, you know it, it 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 was okay, and you know something similar happened. I had a. Uh, um, a girl who basically just said, "Wait a minute! I just saw you, you know, a minute ago, and you were walking the other direction." You yeah, know, she's, she's exact saying exactly yeah, yeah. what I was doing, <laughs> and you know, I, I just, um, I just kind of laughed and I said, "Yeah, but I saw you," and in in the same yeah, kind of yeah. way that you do, I just said, "Well, you know, I thought you were cool, yeah, or, you know, I gave her some compliment, and carried on talking, and she laughed, and we yeah. carried on talking." So. You know, I just wanted to guys to understand that right. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what kind of. Um, uh, reaction you get um, yeah. it's you know day game isn't that scary yeah. it's, it sounds pretty unusual yeah. um, but you know certainly you know I'm, I'm sure you've spoken to you know a lot of, of people and you've had one bad reaction like that yeah. so how likely is it that you're going to get one of you know that yeah. worst case scenario <coughs> you know the, the other thing is um, the more I the more I did this um, I started talking to girls yep. like uh, about whether it's happened to them before and all that a lot of guys who know nothing about this whole pickup industry mm-hmm. actually, like, you know, it does exist, like, they do do it, like, yeah, yeah girls always tell me about, like, you know, certain types of guys, like, uh, a lot of girls tell me about, like, an Italian guy on a train that starts right. like, with them, or whatever, or, like, uh, an old guy having dinner at a restaurant that turns around and starts talking and stuff like that. It's funny um, you should mention it, uh, a lot of my girlfriends tell me how they've been approached in a day, yeah. unfortunately, usually the wrong way, Yeah, I don't yeah. know about, yeah. you know, what you've learned um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so which is more important to learn how to do it yeah uh, a good way right okay so well, kind of going back to you know where we left off with the the blonde girl mm-hmm. so um you doubled back and mm-hmm. um you gave her the compliment and how did how did it go from there um so yeah she responded like reasonably well to the compliment mm-hmm. but I, you know one of my whole philosophies is 
don't look for green lights from a woman, but right. just keep moving forward and just check there were no mm. red lights. So green lights basically a positive response? Yeah, like yeah. sometimes, uh, and you know, some of the other like um, like dating gurus will kind of like advise, oh listen, this, it's a good sign when a girl does this, good sign, you know, look, look for when she touches her hair and stuff. Right, right. But I've had so many cases where mm. girls don't do that stuff, but if you lead them, they're still like, okay, I'll come home with you, or okay, I'll, you mm. know, I'll, you like, you want to date with me, or whatever. Well, I guess, you know, you're talking about day game here, and it is a little bit uh, of a different situation than you're used to. I mean, mm. you were talking about social expectations. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's you know, to get a positive reaction immediately, yeah. I guess, isn't so obvious. Like, the girl will feel maybe a little bit, you know, uh, not surprised. Yeah. So she's kind of, like, waiting to see still, what happens. Yeah, and still kind of working out, like, what, you know... Like what you're doing there, and you know what she, should, how she should be carrying herself, I guess. In mm-hmm, a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is because, you know, generally in the daytime people are busy and they wait to do things. If she is still there thirty seconds later, there's yep. a reason for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like I, I have to make the comparison to uh, charity salespeople. You know, there's people that try and sign you up, mm-hmm. um, like with clipboards and stuff on the street. If you stop and talk to one of those guys, even if you say I'm, I'm not interested, or I, I don't know about this. There's a part of you that's willing to consider it, right? Because right. if you absolutely made a decision, you're not giving any money to charity today. You're just going to walk on past. When they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" You're going to be like, "Sorry, mate, mm-hmm. I'm busy." But if you know you stop and have just a brief chat with them, then you know there's scope there. Even if you're there saying, "Oh, I don't know about Oxfam. I already signed up to you know Action Aid or whatever." That's yeah, so what you're saying. As soon as she's kind of stopped and paid attention to you, that kind of opens the door to a future potential. Right? Exactly. No matter what yeah. her, her mindset is. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I, I think, honestly, that's one of the most challenging things about street game mm-hmm. is just finding the women that will stop. Mm. Um, and this is this is a big thing that like, I, I looked into over the last few years and yes. experimented with because mm-hmm. it got to the point where I felt like my approaches were really good. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was coming across confident, you know, demonstrating the right kind of values. And yet there was still a significant proportion of girls that would not stop. And I, and I was analyzing mm. my approach from so many different angles. Like, can, you know, can I do this better? And then I did the research and, um, you know, statistically speaking, two-thirds of the world's population um, is in a relationship already. Yes. And I think in a nightclub, you see that less because it's more single people, but in the daytime, it's a lot more common. Oh, of course, yeah. So, yeah, so you'll get a lot of people just saying, like, sorry, I'm, I'm busy, or... I have a boyfriend, but thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's just something you have to deal with. You know, I mean, it's it's like any sales job. You're just looking for potential customers. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about that, right? So so if if she has a boyfriend mm-hmm. or some condition where she's not going to be interested mm-hmm. in, in you know your your pretty direct approach, mm-hmm. what kind of responses do you normally get? You know, um, and how do you deal with them? I yeah, I believe in um, something called the eighty twenty rule. Uh, yes, you're, you're probably familiar with it. Um, just for the listeners. Uh, it's a, it's a principle through economics and lots of self-help stuff that says that 80% of your success generally comes from 20% of your efforts. So I find that most of these girls who say, I have a boyfriend, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm interested or whatever, a lot of times it's a lot of work to try and make those go anywhere. It's kind of a, a slow burn thing mm-hmm. over like months and it's not even worth the hassle in most cases. Yeah. You know, ideally what you want is you stop a girl, you give her a compliment and she fully stops and it's like thanks it's really nice of you mm-hmm. and gives you this window of opportunity to talk those girls very often go somewhere yeah. but you know they are in the minority mm-hmm. like that's not going to be most girls you go up to I would say the majority of girls you go up to and yeah this depends on where like for example in New York and London I find it's harder to get girls to stop probably 
70% of women who stop in uh, London and New York. And, and yeah, this varies because you can target certain types of women mm. and they might be more like the stuff, for example, a tourist. Mm. Um, a girl who's kind of walking slowly, looking around, you know, a girl that's sitting in a cafe reading a book, mm -hmm. right? But there are so many people in these big cities that are busy and, you know, already have boyfriends. On the other hand, if you're somewhere, like uh, I was in Austin, Texas, yeah. right? And I found like 60% of women did stop, or 60 to maybe even 70% of women would stop and have a full-on chat with you. Mm. And then after, after 10 minutes, they'd turn around and be like, oh, sorry, darling, I'm married, but, you know, it's really nice. Like, you can come <laughs> for dinner sometime or something. <laughs> they're just, like, so charming and they just want to talk. You right, know? right. But, um, but, yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere. No, that's crazy. So, all right, so, like, you know, what kind of situations could you meet women in? Like, if you just kind of go through the list of, you know, you know places where, you know, during the day yeah. you've met women or you think it's, you know, easier or, or more difficult to... What? I mean, I think a lot of this is um, a lot of this comes down to personal preference, like mm -hmm. you know what you enjoy. Um, I like walking, mm. so I guess that's one of the reasons why I've done a lot of street approaches. Mm -hmm. The other thing I like about approaching women on the street is that it's very it's very anonymous. Yeah. Um, there's no kind of social fallout if you mess up, so it's a great kind of training ground. You know? Yeah. And it's kind of it's almost limitless in a way in that you know if you're on a busy street, especially in a big city like London, New York. Mm -hmm. Then there's just this constant chain of new women coming through, you know. Um, in smaller towns, you probably have that less. You know? in, in terms of uh, traffic, um, I was once at a crossing in uh, Tokyo mm -hmm. and in Shibuya. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. there, there's, you, I think you've been there before. Huge traffic flow after yeah. work. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was staying there waiting for some friends, yeah. and the number of beautiful girls. The walk past was just amazing because there were so many people walking past, and I couldn't help but yeah. talk to a few of them. Yeah. So you know, I get this in a way during the daytime at certain <coughs> like periods. Like it's just yeah. you're going to see more beautiful girls than yeah. potentially in other places, I guess. Yeah. So so I find there's always um, a trade-off between the volume of women mm. and their receptivity, mm. you know, open ability, whatever you want to call mm. it. Interesting. Um, and you know, this is, I mean, this goes back to my big city versus small town thing. You go mm. to a small town, there's less women, so there's less opportunities to approach, but the ones you do approach, much more likely to stop and chat to you. Right. And to be honest with you, I don't necessarily, I, I mean, sometimes one is better than the other. For example, mm. uh, I was living in Stockholm for about a year, and there were times when I was just meeting the same people, seeing the same face over and over again, I got really bored about it. I mean, I go to New York or London, I was really excited because there are so many more women there and so much more diversity on the other hand after a couple of months of going out in London you get sick of you know how everyone has a shield up and everyone's always so busy right, you know right. rush their home stuff like that and isn't the busyness a thing I mean you know because cities are busier and if, if you meet someone they're probably going somewhere in a yeah. kind of busy frenzy I know for all those people who live in cities mm -hmm. you know, if you think about your own day you're really busy yeah. So if someone tries to stop you like a charity worker mm -hmm. or, you know, someone, it's, it's kind of difficult for them, right? Well, I think the whole, like, I'm busy thing mm. is really just um, a social cover for, mm. I have a boyfriend, I'm not in the... It's, I, I think the majority of the times when someone says I'm busy, right, right. it's they have a boyfriend and therefore they're not interested in meeting mm. someone new. Mm -hmm. There's a reasonable proportion of women who would just not consider me in someone that in that way right. I threw a, through a cold approach like Fair enough. only meet people yeah. through friends yeah. or you know, yeah. work or whatever um, and there's probably a couple that just say they're busy just because you're, you're just not their type yep 
So, in a, in a, it's a little bit of a numbers game. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, completely. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's true of being successful in anything in, right, mm-hmm. uh, in, in life, right? You've got to, you know, plough through a lot of numbers to get the success. However, um, we're saying, you know, it's a bit of a numbers game, but, you know, it, the opportunities you open yourself up to, mm-hmm. right? Because there are some people who, who learn, you know, dating advice, pick up advice, um, they'll go to bars for a set amount of time and, mm-hmm. and they'll meet women. Um, like you were saying earlier, there's a, you know, there's a certain segment of types of women that mm-hmm. go there. Whereas during the day, there's mm-hmm. everyone and anyone. Yeah. Um, and so, in a, in a way, there's, there's a greater opportunity to meet someone who might appeal to you depending on, on your type of woman, I guess. Yeah, I, I think so. I just I think you, you get to who they are a lot faster. Like, mm. There's kind of a, a bullshit bar personality that most people put on when they go yeah. out at night. And you know, girls do it too. Mm. So, I mean, so that's definitely, like, one advantage of day game. I think one big disadvantage of it, one of the reasons why sometimes I get tired of it, and, you know, I do actually like going out to the nightclubs, mm-hmm. is because to take a woman home and seduce her, mm-hmm. they need to get into a bit of an emotional state. Mm-hmm. And that's harder to achieve a lot of times in the daytime um, than it is in a nightclub. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's alcohol, it's the loud music, it's, you know, the people around mm-hmm. stimulating them, teasing them, stuff like that. So that's, you know, one thing with nightclubs that's, that's cool is that, you know, you can meet someone in a nightclub and take them home an hour later or, you know, right. something even quicker than that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the daytime, that's far less common. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I normally do in the daytime is try and meet up with them again at night, you know, go out for mm-hmm. drinks, and then I can create that emotional state for them. Yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about a bit about this later, sort of, like, you know, what happens after you, you so you met your blonde girl we'll yeah. go back to the blonde girl again yeah. and I don't know you've been talking to her for you know like a five, few, minutes, yeah. five minutes yeah. so, so what kind of happens from there um, so at that point I, I start uh, like taking steps forward in interaction mm. but this is where you need to sort of research and plan um, right. how you end up hooking up with this girl or kind of you know your, your plan to seduce her is going to depend on her situation your situation so for example let's say she's a tourist and she's in town for one day from another city mm. uh, and she's staying the night then you want to find out where she's staying you know let her know maybe where, where you live and, yeah. and try and come up with a plan so we'll tell you what how about we meet for a drink around here mm-hmm. later tonight so last night it's you know I'll give you a good send up or something on the other hand, she might, um, you know, be in town for a few days, or she might live there, mm. and she's tied up with something tonight. Mm. But you guys make plans to have a coffee on Sunday, right? Or drink on Sunday or something. Or it might be that she's a party girl, and the whole like one-on-one sort of dinner drinks thing doesn't appeal. And you're like, well, listen, there's this big party girl. Like, yeah, you should come by. You know, so you kind of tailor a plan based on. You know, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like yeah. you know, you're you're kind of learning a bit about the situation and who mm. she is. Uh, and then you know you're making you're, you're making the next step based on that. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's also about I mean, you know okay I mentioned this before this personal preference thing. Yes. But I think a big part of uh, like attracting women into your life is actually having very strong preferences of your own and mm. expressing them when you meet women mm. and how you date them. Mm-hmm. So for example, I don't. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I party a bit, but I'm not out like every night. I'm not going, you know, to nightclubs every Friday, Saturday. So I don't want to, I don't want to put that on just to try and attract a girl into my life. I would rather have a one-on-one drink. So I shoot for that 
a lot more often. Mm. Occasionally, I, you know, if I am going to a party that weekend, I might invite her. Um, but because my preference is to do a one-on-one date, that's what I, I aim for. You know? Yeah, and so you're. I mean, I guess what you're really saying is like, you know, and it, you should kind of decide what you prefer in terms of you know your dating style, mm-hmm. and you can aim for that. And there's yeah. a lot of viable ways to do it. Yeah, but yeah, but just you know have have some flexibility with it. I mean, yep. you know, you should never sort of be hundred percent dogmatic about anything you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, one of one of the things because you know I've met most of my girlfriends over the last few years through you know meeting from, from day mm-hmm. day situation, so I'm a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my mindsets is just that you know um, you're going about during your daily life, and you may be quite busy. You know, often you know I'm quite busy with meetings, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and you happen to walk past a, a beautiful woman. Uh, why not take advantage? Of, mm-hmm. of that opportunity, um, you know, you don't have to wait for a, a specific time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to you know, point that advantage out. It's just like you're taking advantage of all these opportunities, <coughs> which are most people don't see. They don't mm-hmm. exist for them because mm-hmm. they're walking. They don't even necessarily see the beautiful woman because mm-hmm. you know it's that, not in their reality that you could just say hi. Yeah. You, you know, you could, yeah. you could start something. Um, the other thing I wanted to add is I've had some of the greatest kind of adventures mm-hmm. in in daytime situations mm-hmm. where you meet a woman and you know over, over the next day just you do crazy stuff yeah. together and neither of you knew that was going to happen yeah right yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like a crazy adventure and yeah. the women love it yeah because you came out of nowhere yeah. um, and you know you did loads of great stuff together yeah. over, over a day or whatever and you basically completely swept them off their feet and yeah. took them out of there maybe slightly mundane life or whatever yeah. it is maybe yeah. exciting life but yeah. it's very unexpected to, to them um, and it's something very romantic about that I guess. yeah yeah no, I, I mean you know that that sort of feeling of adventure and having an amazing experience with somebody is like one of the big reasons why I do this you right know? And even to this day the I mean you know look at it, sometimes it is just another date sometimes it's just you know another woman but then every so often you meet somebody who you have this mind-blowing experience with mm. uh, you know even uh, um, uh, a colleague of mine at Love Systems that recently joined the company he had that mm. um, at one of our last boot camps he met this woman and he was like look man I'm gonna stay an extra two nights because I want to spend you know this time with this girl wow. and I asked him how it went he was like yeah it was mind-blowing I'm kind of sad to leave and mm. I was like hey listen like those girls that's what makes it all worthwhile for me it's it's not you know I mean the random lays and the sexual misadventures at times mm-hmm. um, are fun but um, it's the you know the women that really kind of leave an imprint on you, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what makes it all worthwhile yeah certainly it's like the experiences at the end of the day you know? yeah it's just, you know, life experiences yeah uh, so you know um, I just wanted to, you know if you could give guys who've never done anything you know any kind of dating daytime approach mm-hmm. um what would be like the first five things or you know the, the first tips you would give them on how to get started with this especially if like they're, they're kind of scared about the whole concept and like okay how do yeah. i do, how do i do this for sure. the first time and yeah yeah um so what i would do is um try and grab a wingman try and grab like mm. a friend um, or someone to go do it with because yeah, I find when, whenever you're trying to do anything in life, it's so, so helpful to have people around you mm. who are trying to achieve a similar goal yeah. because it's useful to, I mean, to share your successes with them when, when it happens, mm. but also to sort of console each other when things don't go so well and yeah. you know, help keep each other motivated. 
it's a pretty lonely existence to you know go out and just do it by yourself all the time so try and grab like a friend or two and you know set a plan and say right listen we're gonna go out and we're gonna practice this and keep it simple mm-hmm. so my first day probably similar to your first day when you did this was that you know the goal of the day was to go up and open 10 women mm-hmm. just by going up to them and saying excuse me you are really cute mm-hmm. that was it very simple excuse me you are really cute and I had to go up and do that 10 times and obviously the first time I went and did it you know I was stuttering and mm-hmm. I was awkward handshaking or whatever and felt you know horrible going up before to do it but after I did it mm. you realise actually it's you know it's not like it's not um, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be like yeah. you actually get a smile in most cases and a woman mm-hmm. says thank you so, so with, with that approach you basically kind of kind of you took the pressure off yourself to get any result or any following you just exactly kind of deliver your line yeah. and then you can walk off if you want and it's done yeah, like yeah. You've, you've done what you were supposed yeah. to do it's but, a, yeah it's like a throwaway thing and mm-hmm. then what you'll find is sometimes you know the girl will stop and you'll kind of and then maybe you'll think of something to say so you have the option to stay and have a conversation yep. if you want yep. but there's no pressure into it you just throw mm-hmm. it you know. that sounds like a great way to get started yeah. any, any other tips um I would say, I mean, uh, like, you know, how I teach my clients is always to sort of break down specific goals for that session or specific goals for that week or month mm-hmm. or whatever. So in the first case, yep. you know, I would suggest doing just that and getting over that approach anxiety by going up and using a throwaway compliment. Second stage, I would say, is probably starting a basic conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I normally do is... I do a little cold read mm. um, or maybe ask a little question to that mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. and try and get onto what I think could be a useful topic. Mm-hmm. So it might be where the girl's from, it might be the mm. nature of her work, mm-hmm. um, or it might be the kind of person she is. So for mm-hmm. example, it might be like, you look like you're Australian, you know, you, you sound like you're not from around here, or, yeah, I'm guessing you're Australian. Mm-hmm. And then try and say something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, one of the biggest traps guys fall into is they do question, then another question, then another question, right. which is very boring for a girl to, to deal with. Yes. But if you have a rule where you say, all right, I'm allowed to ask one question, but then I have to make a bunch of statements about her answer, right, right. then that's a good way to start to practice conversation. Okay, so you know, to give you know, a structure of what you just said, so you basically said go up with a compliment, uh, and then you you can start with a question about where she works uh, where she's from where she's or from, what she does for a living or what she does for a living yeah. you said a cold read now what do you mean by cold read so a cold read might, I mean a cold read can be about those things so it can be mm. you know you, you look like you do something more professional I'm guessing you're aware right so you're looking at her yeah. and you're kind of like thinking mm, this is what I think of you and you're telling her yeah, yeah. yeah. or it might be you know the other side of the coin it might be you know you're, you're dressed in a very sort of creative way like mm. what do you do for a living you're some kind of musician or something yep and it's throwing a bit of juice into the conversation. So, mm. so, so from there, right, she'll either answer yes or no, basically. Mm. Or, you know, maybe somewhere in between. But regardless of what she says, you still introduce this topic. Right. Which, if you've sort of prepared, and this is where the sort of homework comes into it, doing a bit of preparation. Yeah. But if you know a bit about this topic and you can say mm. some cool things about it, mm. then you can still throw those in. Mm. So when she turns around and says, no, I'm not like, oh, that's... You know, that's so funny because I, you know, I studied law for a few years and mm. I noticed the women that do do law carry themselves very confidently. Right, right. You know, you have that. So, it's, so it's kind of like to do some homework and have something to talk about with maybe professions 
or like what other subjects would you talk about? Um, so I would go professions, geography, like where she's from, right. or sometimes the kind of person she is. Mm. Sometimes like you seem like a really creative person, mm-hmm. or you need know, somebody who's very friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can sometimes lead on to hobbies, so it might be mm-hmm. like, you seem very like friendly and I know, I get this kind of well-traveled vibe from you. Yeah. You know, and might be mm-hmm. very creative, like, um, you know, and then lead on, that leads on to work. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, you know, what do you do like? So she generally t- starts talking about this topic as well, right? Is that the kind of goal? Uh, a little bit. Like, you want her to, I mean, ideally she bites on something a little bit, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily really useful if the woman starts ranting on about that topic mm-hmm. if you want to be right, engaged. Right, right. Uh, I very much believe that for the first five or ten minutes, the mm. man should be leading and dominating yep, the conversation, yep. just speaking most of the time. It's kind of like we were saying before, because you know they're a little bit surprised that you know they've just got approached in in some place. Yeah, um, you've kind of got to take control of that. Yeah, um, the conversation yeah. for a little bit until she eases into it. Yeah, I find if she starts talking a lot, mm. she's too comfortable with this, so it probably has to scare all you the time. off. <laughs> like, it's kind of like she works in PR or she's used to uh, this, and she's probably just gonna, you know, try and make a new contact out of you rather than, right. you know, yeah. It, yeah it so, in a way, you want them to be a little bit nervous. Yeah, yeah, you do. Mm. You do. Interesting. All right, Jeremy. Like this is this has been a uh, great interview. It's been really good to meet you, yeah, right? Because you know um, all this day game stuff. You know, uh, you know you're specialised in it, and you know, it's one of my favourite things too. Um, so yeah, thanks for this interview. Nice. And uh, guys, you know, there's more information about his book on the site. Um, like, check it out. And if you have any questions about the interview, feel free to post them in a forum. All right, thanks, Jeremy. As well. See you around. Good to meet you. This interview was brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast, so you can get good with women in months, not years. Find us at www.datingskillsreview.com.